evening, loud and proud listeners. It is nearly Christmas, or the festive period. It's nearly the end of the year, and this is our last show of 2022. And we're here in the studio tonight, and we are coming to you, um, not live, uh, just a couple of days early, but that doesn't matter, and we're still here. Um, We have got a very special guest on their way, um, and Ashley's um, in the house as well, but we won't let him speak just yet. Um, Let's start with a bit of a song, and this is um, Birdie's Keeping Your Head Up, but it's a bit of a remix. Let's have a listen to this. So that was Birdie, keeping your head up, and that was the Jonas Blue remix. Do we like that, Ashley? Um, it was a song that happened. I can't say it's changed my life, and I can't <laughs> say it's going to earworm me straight away. I'm glad it exists. Well done for Birdie. Well done to Birdie. The, great the, back the, the original song's great, but um, oh, the yeah. remix is just a bit more funky. As is, yeah. is, you know, Christmas party seasons, it's full swing. Bite me. <laughs> um, how are you? Uh, I'm really good, thank you. I have made it obviously quite clear and everywhere that I'm not a huge fan of Christmas. And I think because of... 
sod's law uh, a friend of mine asked me to be an elf the other day and i was an elf for the whole day dealing with 180 kids and oh whatever and it, was, it was an experience <laughs> and aged me horribly um but seeing smiling kids was nice. My favourite kid that turned up, she's obsessed with Wednesday Adams and she turned up dressed head to toe as Wednesday Adams and she wanted <laughs> pictures of the elves being like Wednesday Adams and that was lovely. Um, yeah, that was a nice experience. But also, I've been really enjoying Donald Trump re emerging and being as bonkers as ever, if not more so. Re um, enjoying for entertainment purposes. Oh, yeah, no. not politically. <laughs> not politically. Because he said he had, a, <laughs> he had an announcement. He said, I think I might have to ask you to leave. He was like, I've got a big announcement next week. And everyone's come, oh my God, is he running for president? Is he doing this? Is he doing this? And no, 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 he's just released some NFTs. And he's going, he's just released these really crap Pokemon cards that he's got that he wants people to pay $99 for. It's not even own a real copy oh, of I it. Oh, I think I read about this. Yeah, yeah, it's bonkers. But then also it just happens to be that today is the last day of the public hearings for the uh, Capitol riots where whether or not it, they're going to start pressing the uh, criminal charges against Donald Trump. Maybe boop, boop. he needs to sell some hotels. Maybe he needs to sell some, yeah, yeah, just tear down some really lovely cherished monuments to put some really shoddily built condos, which I'm sure he'd do in a heartbeat because that's who he is as a person. I'm so angry. I just realised how angry. So, so, yeah. Sorry, Donald. <laughs> we know he's an avid listener. And the Republicans. <laughs> right, just in case, you know, we've got to cover all, uh, we have we've got to cover all, all the bases. Um, and um, Christmas plans? Have you been uh, out partying? No. I oh. had no. I had, I, I had a Christmas had a Christmas dinner booked um, with some work colleagues and I full away. on forgot to go. <laughs> Paid ah. my deposit. <laughs> just forgot. <laughs> I just didn't go. Because um, that's who I am as a person. But I am going up to Nottingham and then going down to Chippenham. But I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, just chilling out with friends, seeing people before I go away and then coming back and... Got some time of work. A week. Uh, yeah, I'm Yeah, about a week, yeah. Because yeah. obviously we have to think about the Marineum. I really like the idea of calling it the Marineum. Marineum. Yeah, the bit between Christmas between and New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. It's, it's always, yeah, it's, it, it's that, it's the, the, the time when you don't know what day it is. No. It's, You're just full you of just want to get out of the house because you've might have just been sitting in there for ages just even to get out. So you just hope the weather's half decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad the snow and ice came just before and now it's starting to oh, warm up again. again. No, no. You will solid. not have a white Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Climate change has made that not happen. No. Um, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm off from Friday, which if you're listening now is tomorrow. Oh, what a little treat. De definitely not at the moment. We also have to say we do, we do have a special guest we, we coming. We do, who is currently stuck she's... in probably Christmas traffic. Oh, Let's call it Christmas her. traffic. She's driving home for Christmas. She is. I'm not going to play that song. That is now eternal because <laughs> she she left hours and hours ago and she's just she's just racing through did, the winds. I did see a, like a, a picture of the like the round like Rayleigh and it just looked it like was an absolute red, grid. Yeah, angry. Like that, it that looked like a capillary system. There wasn't any way that anywhere, you can't go anywhere, can you? Like I I, there's every route leads to redness. That I think there was a word because I've been listening to another podcast about words. Obviously, this podcast first, but uh, <laughs> Chip Full of Bombs always first. But then obviously other podcasts when they have it have time. And uh, there is a word I can't remember what the word is, but there's a word for the feeling of terror, dread, and sadness, and blood pressure rising when you are late for something. And just as you're trying to get, I can't remember what the word is, but it's really good. <laughs> well, it's a great story. I'm sorry. Let's it's not play really well some music, and, and let's hope that maybe comes to you. Yeah. Yes. So our guest is on 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 their way, and we're going to be talking about um, famous moments in British popular culture. Now, when yes. Ashley sold me this idea, um, only 
late last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I went, what do you mean like Blur and Pulp? Because I was thinking of Britpop, um, which which I'd have probably loved, but I, I think we're going to go down a completely different um, corridor. I, th- I, I think that... <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Blur and uh, that Pulp will ever be mentioned um, after this moment. <laughs> I think that our guest, Samantha Gooding, is going to be leaning heavily into Kim Woodburn uh, because I think Kim Woodburn holds a very special place in her heart and uh, I think that'll be a large part of it. But I, there's so much that happened in 2022 that I really want to talk about. Just kind of like summarise this year of absolute madness. Crazy moments. We watched The Lettuce for 45 days. We, we watched The Lettuce. <laughs> the Lettuce outlived a <laughs> Right, um, let's, uh, we're going to stick with the um, clubby up vibe theme. And um, this is Armand Van Halen with My My My.
we've lost dancing. Dance, 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 dance. 
will be marvelous. So, uh, as we said, we're keeping up with that clubby vibe. And what do we have there? We had um, Armand Van Halen with uh, My, My, My. Uh, and then we had um, Alison Limerick with Where the Love Lies. And that was the classic mix, not that radio edit mix. It was oh, the, right. nice, the nice long one. <laughs> um, and then um, we had um, Fred again with We Lost Dancing, The Blessed Madonna, which was probably one of my favourite tracks from... Um, I think it was last year, not this year. Okay. It was like just as people coming out, um, coming out of lockdown. Yeah. They were like. I mean, know. I'm an Evanescence boy, so I don't really know <laughs> <laughs> what you're talking about. It sounds lovely though. It, it's it's a great track. It was and like I, my camera. I don't get my it. My moment from there was at Wilderness Festival in Oxford, mm. and they played it, and it's in like a forest. Oh, it's very drunk. Sounds lovely. You sound like drunk. a little nymph. <laughs> <laughs> very drunk and not too great at all. Anyway, <laughs> our guest has made it. Oh. Samantha. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Oh, when I talk about it's been one of those days, <laughs> it, it has been one of those days. It's absolutely ridiculous, but I'm here. I'm in well, one piece. Thank you I, so thank much you. for persevering. I couldn't um, find the word, but I, I was just before we went over to the music when I went outside to like flag you down like, I was like I was honestly I was like a siren at the side of the Leon Sea and ironically as well just as Samantha was due to pull in like they've just closed off a road because some Christmas lights have blown off which yeah, is Christmas just... is cancelled in Lee because I mean, Christmas lights have blown off I don't want to say that I'm the harbinger of that but whatever <laughs> um, but yeah just as I, I saw that closed down but the, we know the feeling of dread when you're supposed to be somewhere it's... and traffic every red light every pause it's is that horrible. horrible it's that horrible feeling where you look at your ETA on your sat nav and you just go cold <laughs> with fear and you just want to I just want to get there yeah no, so for me it's like going to work I'm not really bothered about no. it I'm like you just take your time it's getting yeah. home <laughs> at well, the end of the day I'm like yeah that stop, gets me. stop yeah and then also that thing that that sheer feeling of coldness when you wake up and you realize you're supposed to be somewhere and you've woken up 20 minutes late or you're you're, you're already you mean late your Christmas for it. meal yeah, yeah, for my Christmas meal that I forgot to go to. I forgot to go to a staff Christmas do. Oh, I mean, what, what a state I am. Um, but yes, we were talking about before you got here that you are here, Samantha Gooding. Hello. Uh, as our, I, should we say pop culture correspondent? We've got so many like, correspondents for this show that we'll have to start a list. We've got a sports correspondent. We've got a musical theatre correspondent. Any other correspondents that we've got? I can't remember now. I don't know. We've we've, got, there's what, a, there's what, a long the Halloween, list of the Halloween correspondent. Halloween correspondent. Yeah. Gemma I think, she is. you know, we've got a film correspondent or probably will have eventually. Who this knows? And I've but been yeah. Samantha for a few years. Well, welcome to the team, Samantha. <laughs> you get an invite every now and then when, <laughs> when we right. remember usually, which is terrible. Which like, is oh, terrible. Yeah, how long have you been in? Every, every month? Yeah. No, no, I've only been in once. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Samantha and I have known each other for a few years, but I think that we had a very good time doing a RuPaul's Drag Race quiz. We absolutely did. Um, how did we do? We I think second. Oh, we did come second. We did oh. And it was, it was intense, wasn't it? It, it was, was by intense. like, one or two points. Uh, it was, it was very worst. infuriating. Worst it was a mixture of like knowing the quotes. There was also a catwalk, wasn't there? There it was... was something. It was one of those ridiculous questions. It wasn't like, oh, who went out season four? Episode it was like who was this? Who was a special guest in the fourth episode of season two? Was like one of the yeah. questions. It was so ridiculous. The question. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't something like, what color was this person wearing when they left the first? Yes. You know, it was yeah. just one of those. Yeah, it was. Where... It was. Just, it was a ridiculous. It was a ridiculous quiz. Uh, but then also just talking generally about pop culture references. Now, it was your birthday recently. It was. It was my birthday two days ago. And what gift did you get that you shared on Facebook, please? I got a <laughs> video message from my absolute hero and icon, and that is uh, Kim Woodburn. <laughs> 
from How Clean Is Your House and um, Celebrity Big Brother. And what did she say to you, please? Well, she, oh, obviously, you're going to have to censor yourself if she well, saw. Well, she told me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was actually a gift from one of my work colleagues. Um, just to kind of make everyone laugh at work, I do this. They think it's a good impression, not mm. my words, but I do a Kim Woodburn impression. Yeah, don't don't start. No, that's oh, that's very good. good. Don't start with me because close me eyes. Barrels. <laughs> <laughs> and they told her I do this impression. So she she basically says, "Can you can you stop doing these impressions? It'd be lovely. You should be doing your job. You don't want people coming in with." Broken bones. I think she quoted people coming in with hemorrhoids. Yeah, she did. And she, did. she basically said, "Oh, I don't, I don't take it too kind heartily." And Samantha works uh, in a supermarket, just in case she didn't guess. <laughs> <laughs> Walking in with hemorrhoids to hemorrhoids. supermarkets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know exactly which supermarket. Uh, that is. But yeah, no, it was. I wasn't expecting it at all, but I thought, oh, do you know what? It was, it was just a long time coming because I just kept mm. doing this impression. And. Mm. Um, who would be my Snatch Game character if I ever, oh. for whatever random reason, ended if you, up if you on ever drag did race, drag, and if you ever, yeah. it would, it would be her. I'm or just, I'm thinking maybe for Pride, like, um, you know, next year we just put on a Snatch Game. That would be love. That would be really good. That would be really good. Because um, um, Victoria Scone did uh, Kim Woodburn for the Snatch Game on Canada versus the World. She did. Uh, okay. It was fine. <laughs> they're not they're not a creatively comedic bunch no. so their their reading challenge was obscene was, i think it got rated as one of the worst reading yes, challenges because there was it. a season where they didn't even air the reading challenge uh, mm. i can't remember what season it was but you'll notice there was no reading challenge in it and it was because they were all so terrible like the, the reads were and it was it was the same this year like no one mm. knows how to read there's there's not a stand-up comedian between a lot of them um, sadly, um, so it's been a bit of a challenge <laughs> to watch. But Victoria Scone is doing well, but it's. I think I've only seen a little clip of one of the episodes. I haven't actually indulged myself in. No, there was, quite a, there, was, there was quite a, a cool moment really because obviously we, they've got a um, AFAB queen, like a yeah. So you've got like a, a cisgendered female uh, as a drag queen, and she comments on one of them using the term fishy, like I'm a fishy drag queen, and she comments on how that could be derived as being offensive to yeah, women. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I was like. That's really cool, actually, that they've aired that, because there was a time where RuPaul was not exactly great on trans rights <laughs> and uh, things like that. But isn't it funny that until she mentioned that, I'd kind of, I mean, I've been you, a drag race fan since season one. Yeah. And until Victoria mentioned that moment, I went, oh, my God. You I've just actually, didn't think. You, well, you've, I've not heard it. Yeah. I'm not, I've not I heard it in that way. No. In my head. Like, especially over here, no. When, when drag race first became the phenomenon it is, especially season three and four, it was that you would use that term fishy yeah and then it kind of just stopped being used and i, and yeah. I genuinely forgot about it and then yeah. when she mentioned it i thought oh my gosh oh my but then you know stephanie prince is canadian mm. well filipino but in the canada's drag race so i guess, I guess it's different in terms yeah. of terminology but I also think it kind of highlighted as well that because obviously when we're oh my gosh I, I, I could go down a spiral on this but when we're talking about especially when we're talking about like uh, gender identity and we're talking about non-binary and things like that and people seem to think that LGBTQ plus people all meet on a Sunday and we decide what words we're going to use <laughs> and we all agree right? okay this is what we're going to do this is what we're going to do we don't we, we are millions of people of around it yeah we all have our own we all have our oh my gosh you'll be such a good cult <laughs> um, but no but we all have I think Kim Woodburn would run it wouldn't she but um, I think it, it, we just have this, they, they think that we all know what we're doing, but there's loads of people with different ideas and there's loads of like LGBTQ people that are 
like the LGB alliance who don't represent a lot of people. And there's all these yeah. like things. I mean, yeah, and it's just the splinter groups within this minority, which is obviously making the job of equality and uh -huh. equity harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why I find it, especially obviously being friends with Georgian Gray. Mm -hmm. And obviously she, I mean, I adore the bare bones. She's also done Loud and Proud. Some might say that we started it, but what? well, yeah. Maybe it's yeah, just her, maybe it's her actual uh, talent uh, that's done it. But um, no, but she, what obviously what she did on Friday Night Live was maybe the first transgender woman break, to breaking channel four naked. and her show by show. I know she's done Joe. She's working away through. She's been Hollyoaks soon. <laughs> <laughs> countdown, really, really good. She did yeah. countdown. I, yeah, there's a load of things I want her to do, but she. Rachel Riley's off for a couple of weeks. She has another I mean, baby. Absolutely, Jordan I don't Greg's know how. In. She had to get it maths. I don't know. Jordan, she's on six, I'm afraid to say, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, no, but she's, uh, I mean, she's taking the world by storm. Obviously, her Twitter is a cesspit of sadness. <gasps> you see the Elon Musk thing today? Yes. He did it. He said, he did a poll of like, should I stand down as like, the head of Twitter? And it was overwhelming. It was 57% yes, stand down. <laughs> he said, whatever wow. the outcome of the poll is, he, is what I'll he'll do. carry through, yeah. <laughs> But we've all heard people in power and fame say they'd. I've never heard that in my life. All well, politicians have well, never heard well, it. Been... with decisions from. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, from, well, when, from, when, when I said that, I didn't mean that. I was joking. Don't start. It sounds like we were like, oh, you're, you're on a sound button. So we just have to go after Whenever we want it, we just have a little press. Right, let's. Should we get Christmas out of the way with? Thank you, please, can yeah, we? Okay. So, um, also, happy every... Hanukkah, by the way, everybody. <laughs> and at all festive um, periods and Quanta, moments. Yeah. Um, so, uh, everyone's chosen a Christmas track. Here they are. That's all I'm going to say. Keep dreaming of a cabin in my Smoky Mountain home. 
from the graveyard keeps murmuring death Too much time hobbles thoughts and hurts Now I'm compelled to care about my future going nowhere As I stand here all alone in the cold wondering where I'm going to
thanks for that, Leona. It's not one more sleep. No. It's, um, well, by the time you're listening, it's three. No, I really quite like Leona. She sings a little bit like a seahorse, a little bit too loud and a little bit too <laughs> quiet, all at the same time. <laughs> so, also, did she get um, kicked by a horse? Sorry, carry on. <laughs> she got kicked by a horse. She got kicked by a horse in one of her um, <laughs> one music, of her music videos. videos. Can't wait for Do you know about her book signing as well? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, come on. We can't laugh about that. No, either. no. She's had a bit of a life, hasn't she? What happened to her book signing? She got physically assaulted. Oh. But the, the newspapers reported on it is that she got hit in the water stones, which just sounds like a very specific part <laughs> of the body. Uh, okay. So that was your choice. Uh, one more sleep, Leon Lewis. Thank you. Um, underneath the tree, Kelly Clarkson, Samantha, your it's choice. Fine, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, so uh, Mark's not here, just in case, well, you haven't heard him, so just in case you didn't realise, Mark is not here. Um, we have Stephen Hastings, who is a fellow shipful of bomber um, here. And actually, whilst we get a plug, done a very good uh, look back of 2022 show, didn't you? On the, they oh, went out this the, weekend. Yeah, Best the of the Bombers. We did it this weekend. Bombs. Very nice too. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying yeah. to get a little bit from right across the station for what everyone's doing, choosing what tracks they wanted from the year, and just sort of highlight shows and what have you. So thank you for your uh, your contribution. Which no, I think thank you. Your, thank you very much. It was your Eurovision one, I believe. It was. I had to. I went with Spain. Played I went Spain. with uh, Chanel and Slomo. He <laughs> <laughs> was, was, was robbed at Eurovision. I could have gone, you know, Sam Ryder, but they're just, you know, everyone's heard that too many times now. So. This is it. But also, what I'm loving about Steve is like, obviously, Steve's work on the buttons is looking like he's like landing like the Death Star, but also like wearing, because he wears his um, headphones with the band at the front, so he kind of looks a bit like Xena Warrior Princess. This <laughs> 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 never so slightly. Is that reminiscent of that? <laughs> no, I like anyway, it. It's, <laughs> it's such a statement. Um, and Stephen, your track was um, A Snowflake Fell um, by Las Vegas. Yes. Yes. And again, <clears throat> excuse me, because I clear my throat. <clears> throat> Mm. Yeah, Snowflake fell, um, and it was it, well, it was Snowflake fell, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, Las Vegas, yes, indeed. Very festive, well, not massively festive, quite low key, quite melancholy. Maybe towards the end of the show that might have worked a little better. But thank you so much for playing it. We have no order in this show, <laughs> Steve, and as you probably realised, it's, it's only going to get worse from now any on. Christmas now we've got Christmas is, out the way. Yeah, any Christmas song that's melancholy is absolutely fine with me. And then obviously Christmas isn't right with a bit, with a bit of without a bit of Dolly Parton. And that's, this is it. that's Dolly Parton's newest Christmas song. Oh, God, I'm sure she's God. got about twenty-seven thousand others somewhere. That was a Smoky Mountain Christmas. <laughs> And Dolly's currently written, written, wrote, wrote a show, mm-hmm. and it's currently being performed at the Southbank Centre called Smoky Mountain Christmas, and it, oh. apparently it's a it's a country version of a Christmas carol. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's yeah. all I've got to say. Go grab your ticket. Uh, I mean, so I got cakes, aren't they? <laughs> so that's Christmas done. Done. No more Christmas tracks for us. That's it. Um, okay, let's get on to our topic then. So. When um, we were talking earlier, um, Samantha, before you arrived, about the theme of the show, and uh, I obviously said when you were talking about British pop culture or popular yeah. culture, I thought you meant like Blur and Pulp thought, and yeah, like, Britpop. Like Britpop. Uh, okay. Which I which I'd have loved, but it's yeah. not. And I was no. even more excited to hear that it wasn't because we were just talking in that song break about some of those more classic moments of mm. uh, TV when things don't go so well. Yes, and um, Samantha's now our British popular, popular culture, culture correspondent. correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I can put that at the end of my emails now. Yeah, yeah um, on your CV, definitely. Absolutely. Gets you very far in life. You have to explain what Shit Full of Bombs is and Loud and Proud, but after you've done that, you'll be, you'll be sorted. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just, um, it's just those moments where, as Brits, we get those TV gold moments that 
to 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 anyone watching it could just go straight over their head but especially me and my group of friends we take those little quotes those tiny little moments and we'd just be having a conversation and we would just then reference them mm -hmm. just out of the blue and it's those little golden moments that i just i just love and find them so fascinating, especially as I said, especially being British moments as well, because yeah. everything's so American these days. I'm not anti-American, but everything mm. is so American with social media and everything. But when you get a Brit moment and it goes viral, it's I just it, it, yeah. Yeah. I love it. So I think when I was when I was doing my research for the show, he said, so I was eating Snickers. When I say doing research, I put a YouTube video on when okay, I was doing some emails, and um, but they were all American. Uh, pop culture moments and it's mm -hmm. things like uncut jams and like those kind of moments that are kind of like the way that people pronounce things but then when just in the break uh, you mentioned I think one of the biggest TV moments I think in the last few years and I'm going to say the words to you and I'd like you to please explore it for us and why it's important sure. is the words David's dead David's dead so this is going back to Celebrity Big Brother when it was on Channel 5. Um, I think it must have been 2014, 2015. Um, quote me if I'm wrong. It had... You're the, you're the correspondent next to <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it's not, it's not going to get any better from here. We know it was the year that David Bowie died. Yes. It was. It was yeah. the year that unfortunately we lost David Bowie. But the lineup of celebrities on Big Brother had been a bit sort of hit and miss. But this particular series had absolute icons I'm talking it it was when with Gemma Collins <laughs> Daniela Westbrook um, <laughs> Tiffany Pollard Stephanie Davis John Partridge I could go on and on <laughs> I can't believe you know all these <laughs> and, and David Bowie's ex-wife Angie was in it and, and she, she's a bit of a sausage she's, she was a bit of an odd <laughs> sausage wasn't she she's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the perfect way of saying it. Best yeah, way, yeah. Yeah, yeah Tiffany, yeah. who was a very, very loud, and oh, she, she was, was very explosive. explosive, wasn't she? Yeah. Very, very explosive. What was Tiffany famous for? What, what? Uh, was she a famous She is... Some reality... She was, was it in another, America. Yeah, yeah she's Another American, American reality TV. Story. No, I'm like Desperate Housewives. Not, um, no, no, the Real Housewives no. sort of things. Not Desperate Housewives, yeah, not but Real Housewives. housewives. <laughs> but um, then also... Oh, was she on one of those dating ones? I think it was a dating show. Yeah. But then... So we I mean, also we have, like, Daniela Westbrook and, like, John... Partridge were playing like the the calming influence on the house, but then, then obviously sadly Angie got the news from yeah, the diary room. Angie got the news in the diary room. She was comforted by John Partridge and uh, David Guest, <laughs> and um, David Guest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David Guest hadn't been feeling very well that day. He had a bit of a cold. So once he'd kind of comforted Angie, it was all between them three. He went to bed very unwell. And of course, Tiffany Pollard ain't got a clue this is all going on. She's just wandering around and noticing a very upset Angie Bowie. And because no one's around, Angie decides, I'm just going to sit and talk to Tiffany. But she goes to her, you can't, Tiffany can't tell anyone. And Tiffany's like, yeah, yeah, tell me. It's fine, it's fine. I'll tell you anything, anything. And the build-up happens and Angie just goes, you can't say a thing. And she's like, yeah, yeah, go on. And she just, goes, she just whispers to her, David's dead. <laughs> And Tiffany just screamed. I won't make the noise, but she no, it screamed. Was she sounded like Ryland getting through his judges' houses. It was insane. <laughs> and you've got, you've got all the others outside having a cigarette. I think Darren Day just goes, what the was that at? Yeah. Because they can hear it screaming. And, and I'm just going, no, you can't say anything. You can't say anything. And Tiffany's in hysterics at this point. Mm. She runs out and she just said, 
she goes, Angie's just told everyone that David's dead. Mm. They run into the bedroom thinking David Guest has died because he wasn't feeling very well. <laughs> because Angie's gone to the diary room and she's realised she's oh, made yeah. a mistake. She's made a mistake. <laughs> and then when they found out that David Guest was actually just in bed poorly, then that arises. They all turned against him. Oh my they? God, what a moment watching that. I mm. remember watching that episode and thinking, this is one of the best things. Can you imagine yeah. what those producers were <laughs> thinking as this, this, this was like rolling out in front of them? They're like, just like, we don't even have to make it up. It was like you a know, Shakespearean. We don't have to even throw a task in there. We yeah. Just... It was a farce. It was a full, <laughs> it was it was perfectly timed, perfectly written, perfectly produced. It was wonderful. And um, I think the producers must have known exactly what they were doing as well when they had the uh, aforementioned Dr. Lol, Gillian McKeith oh, in I'm a Celebrity, uh, which I also think was kind of like champagne casting, even though obviously she's a very poorly lady. Um, but also she had a lot of controversy around her. But then obviously that the fainting, fainting gate was. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> she, she had a bit of a do, didn't she? It was again. It's one of those moments where you're watching live television and you're watching. You go, is this? Is Actually this really happening? happening? Yeah. yeah. Of course, you've got Alison Hammond in the background on the benches laughing. Oh. Or <laughs> <laughs> and can, and she, can we talk about Alison Hammond? Because she's just. The goddess herself. <laughs> The brummy babe, uh, the moment so of um, unforgettable I mean, TV. She's, she's been on. She's, she's been just... on Australian talk shows because they saw like um, when she was interviewing What's His Chops from Star Wars, who's apparently famously hard to interview. Um, it was for Blade Runner. It was with Ryan Gosling. Uh, I can't remember the name of the actor. It's just gone out of my head. Oh, um, Harrison Ford. Harrison that's Ford. The that's the badger. And um, she <laughs> got no, Harrison. An actor. Yeah, oh, not oh, a shoot. badger. No, um, but she got him laughing, and it's because her hysterical laugh and just her being like, "No, I've never watched any of the films, mate. I'm just here for a good time." <laughs> and then she's drinking whiskey with him at like nine in the morning, and um, and she's just great. And then obviously we've got her pushing somebody into the River Thames. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is one of my favourite moments. I'll tell you what also, another favourite moment of mine is, um, it's the um, Radio 1 Teen Awards, Gemma Collins. Oh, turn <laughs> turn around. <laughs> if you're ever feeling down. Also another one, Madonna. Oh, Madonna, Madonna and the Cape Vale. Oh. I mean, Madonna and the Brits. I mean, that Gosh, was There are so many of them, isn't there? For the, for, with the Gemma Collins, I kind of want, so if <laughs> anyone doesn't know, at the, at those Teen Choice Awards, Gemma Collins was on the main stage and she shouted Love Island, but she didn't know that the cast of Love Island would come up through the she bottom of the stage. Yeah, and she hadn't seen that because she was too busy looking at her own ego. And she did a little and turn she, around to see them. She did a whoops, small pirouette she and ended up in the bowels of hell. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I think that should happen to anyone that shouts Love Island that much vim. I think they should I did feel that you know luckily there was only three cast members of love island on that stage because if there was any more there'd have been a crush in it. you know Gemma collins she's a lovely lady but, but she's the, not a light lady is she the documentary like... she'd do afterwards though would be absolutely amazing <laughs> jc crushes love island and it's just it would be so i would just be the jc babe at the end of the day they couldn't take my power uh, and that'd be what it might be it's like Gemma collins is here in the house right Thank let's you. um hold that for the moment let's go and uh, play a couple more tracks because there's lots of music you want to play tonight um, and we will um come back to this because i think we're gonna have many more laughs about very good moments so um we're gonna start with a bit of pink and this Wait. is um, never gonna not dance again if someone told me that the world would end tonight you could take all that i got for once i wouldn't start a fight you could have my liquor take my dinner take my fun my birthday cake my soul my dog take everything i love but oh one thing i'm never gonna do is throw 
wanna let you know there's a point in you And I know you find it harder than your peers do But you got it like that if you need it like that Put it all on my back I'll carry it for whatever you choose There'll always be me waiting up for you Cause look we made it this far Breathing four, three, four, five. Never needed much, but without sound, I can't get to sleep at night. Can't be alone, can't stop seeking it, can't quit it, and that's my weakness. Tell me I'll be fine, but I roll your eyes. I try to delegate. There's an next year problem I'll solve it when I have a sense of space. Can't let you close, there's nothing to see.
cazzone con uste marrete una capullella con la viziera aizzata passi scampagnando petuleto come un guapo che te fa guardare ma tu vuoi fare l'americano americano americano sentami che tu fa fa tu vuoi vivere alla moda ma se bevi whisky e soda poi ti senti disturbato tu a balla rock and roll tu giochi a baseball ma i soldi pecca me la borsetta di mamma tu vuoi fare l'americano americano americano ma se n'hai di nida lì sienta me non c'è sta niente a fa o che napolita tu vuoi fare l'americano tu vuoi fare l'americano come devo capire chi devo bene se tu le parli mezz'americano quando si fa l'amore sotto la luna Come te viene capito di I love you Ma tu vuoi fare l'americano Americano, americano Ma se nati in Italia Sienta me, non c'è sta niente a fare O che Napolita Tu vuoi fare l'americano, tu vuoi fare l'americano Whisky and soda, rock and roll Whisky and soda, rock and roll Whisky and soda, rock and roll. Okay, we had uh, Pink, as I said, never gonna not dance again. It's really hard to say. Never mouthful, babe. Yeah, never gonna not dance again. It's a double negative. It's a double it's negative, isn't it? It's a as well, so it's um, difficult. Then we had um, self-esteem, the three, four, five. And that was the Choose You edit. And just then, uh, La Americano by the Gypsy Queens. Yeah. We're back. Um, so we've just been also... But, the thing is, what you don't get, when we did this during lockdown, for, um, when we had um, the Zoom recordings, we couldn't speak in between. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, I know that's a long time ago, but this, the best bit really happens off air, I'm sorry to say. I mean, at, what, at what point do we do like a, do we do a chargeable Patreon? Where you're like, play this month, month, then you can in, hear what happens. Yeah, you can sit also, in the corner and yeah, watch us There's a lot of parental advisory between. on that, though, because a lot of the stuff that we say is... Woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yes. So, um, right. What else have we got, Samantha? Come on, hit us with a few more. Well, I want to talk about a program that is. Again, it was one of those one-off shows, but I was listening to your um, episode with Gemma about the ghosts. Thank you. Thank and you. And a show. I really thought you were going to mention this particular show, and. <laughs> I'm sorry that we let you down. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was fine. But there, there was Sometimes a show we on... forget we're uh, LGBT. Uh, yeah, we forget. Show. We just go into the dark depths <laughs> of scientific paranormal <laughs> research when actually we should have been talking about this pop culture moment. We just bore uh, on about <laughs> government and politics and football and, you know, <laughs> men's things. <laughs> so come on, Samantha, camp it out there for us. Back. What are you going to tell us? There was a show on ITV2 and it was called Ghost Hunting with Girls Allowed. I mean, I mean, just... The entire concept of it, I kind of now want, I can now that is what I, now that's what I call haunting with like, I want a girl's out, I want an atomic kitten episode. 911. I want 911, I, I want blue. I think I want... they did. Stop, stop it. I no, think they did. Stop this. <laughs> no, I really think they did. I, did I, I tried watching the others, but this one, this was the first one of okay. the series, but it was essentially all of the girls from Girls Lad except Cheryl. Nadine. Yeah. Was Cheryl in it? Cheryl's in it, Sarah's in it, Kimberly <laughs> and Nicola. <laughs> 
South Shields shower was in it. Aye. 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 I just, I just felt princess. something not on a table. <laughs> <laughs> Was there just lots put, of screaming? Yeah, I could just imagine the Willys put lots, right up yeah. me. I can just imagine screaming. it. Like, <laughs> so Nadine doesn't want to take part. Nadine doesn't want to take part because she's too scared. Right, okay. Oh, so she wasn't busy. But the, pre- the presenter of the show is, and its host is with Yvette Fielding. Oh, of course it, it is. It. Okay, okay. Now my, okay, now so my expectations got, have gone down. Okay, but carry on. So she's got them in this big sort of London cab and they're driving around. They're picking up all the girls and Nadine is like... <laughs> <in> a, <laughs> what, like an Uber, <laughs> yes. Uber pool? <laughs> like a GTA mission? Yeah. <laughs> Nadine's in her doorway in her nightgown and her dressing gown and her slippers. Like, no, I don't want to go. No. She's like, I'm too scared. I just adored Laika. Where's she from? Uh, <laughs> somewhere northern Derry. Oh, is she from Derry? Aye, Derry. Aye. Aye. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry does... about these accents. I'm a Germany. Aye. <laughs> so yeah. she doesn't want it. That's another one. Um, so she doesn't want to take part. But they go to all these different haunted locations around the UK, and then just hilarity and mayhem just yeah. happens. There's one where I think it's the second one they're in. And nothing's really happened up until this point, apart from just a few little taps in a, on the table. Mm. But Cheryl, <laughs> God bless her, kind of gets to the point where she's like, oh, for God's sake, I've just, just something happened. And I won't say what she says, but she just says out loud, if you're here, will you just tap the table? Uh, and then you hear this massive smack on the table and they all just start shit. screaming and oh, running away. Come on, I love this. Because obviously I know that Yvette Fielding, most haunted, it was all faked and I have no time for Yvette Fielding really, but she did do a great, She did you ever watch her on Stars of the Rise? <laughs> she did Ali Lennox and it was actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> pretty good for entertainment purposes or actually pretty Just the good. entire experience. I'll, 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 I might, in the, when, we, when we upload this to socials, I might add it into the comment section because it is worth a watch. A lot of ballet dancers yeah. around her and she's wearing a funny hat what um, song did she do uh why <laughs> <laughs> exactly why so we all laughed afterwards <laughs> but um, now that you've said that i do because i was also showing that a couple of goggle boxes have done it and that one of them just drops the camera twice i think it's sandy and she's she's wearing massive press on nails and she just keeps dropping the camera but the idea of girls allowed trying to do a serious ghost hunt is I'm, thrilling. I'm pretty sure it's up on YouTube somewhere. I need. What I you need. mean? It's it's not a it's not a top hit on um, ITV. I will find it. It's good. <laughs> I will hunt it down. I will find it. Uh, it yeah. is around somewhere. To bring it back from the afterlife. Oh, that is a start because there was there was a a bit for a while where the ghost hunting got really big. Most haunted was really big, and you'd watch like a live most haunted thing and then you'll see a spoon thrown off camera and it was very clear that someone threw it and it was just very awkward because it happened live and it was all a bit of a mess they even went to a place where i used to work i think i mentioned this last time they went to a place where i used to work and we, we did have um, haunting stuff happening they go, <gasps> steven's just found that it does exist online ghost hunting with girls allowed oh is wait, it the whole episode it's one hour 27 minutes uh, if this... you've got an hour and 27 minutes watch uh, it an hour and 27 minutes Plug my phone in, oh, thank you. Shall we, shall <laughs> we, we end the episode here? We're just going to do a reaction show. Thank you for that, Stephen. Oh my gosh. Also, Stephen's acting as researcher today. That's great. Um, wonderful. So I'm going to Google search that. Okay. So okay. we've got Girls Allowed Ghost Hunting. Can it get better? I don't I know. know. Can it get I better? hope so. Can... I want to talk about a show that got me and my housemates through the second lockdown. Mm-hmm. And that's a show called Nighty Night. <laughs> And it was on BBC Three. I think it was back in 2003 because they're using flip phones 
So it's <laughs> isn't that a sign of the times? So it's the 18th century, right? Okay, yeah. The Motorola yeah. razor. Phones yeah. back now. Is there any, like, oh, don't. It's just it's, oh, terrible, mate. foldable. That no I mean, one asked for. And apparently, the adverts. The only people that were actually are interested in are animals. Like it's, just, it's the dogs and the cats that are playing with it. No one else is. <laughs> and a skateboarder. But it's um, it's a dark comedy. It's it's written and starring Julia Davis, mm-hmm. who was, if you don't know, Dawn in Gavin and Stacey. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's done loads of other shows as well. There's one that she did called Hunderbee, and there's Camping. But she plays this woman called Jill, who essentially is just the worst person in the world. But she gets new neighbours who are the local vicar and um, his disabled wife, who she doesn't like. Oh dear! But she fancies the vicar like who crazy. And she does everything she can in her power to drive this woman away. It's awful when you think about it, but just, again, these quotes are just hysterical. Um, She's looking in a jewellery shop window with the wife, and they go up for an afternoon tea, and she keeps going, you know when you're with your friends and you see something you really like, and you go, oh, I really like that? And it's like that hint to be like, Mm. Buy it am me. I going to get it? Yeah. Gonna... Yeah. She keeps going on about this piece of jewellery, which is quite expensive, and she goes on and on and on. And at the dinner table, the wife, Kath, she gives her, I think it's either earrings or a necklace or something, she gives it to her, and Jill just responds with, oh, no, I don't like it. It was the wrong one. <laughs> it was the wrong one, Kath. And they go, oh, okay, well, we can go back to the shop later. And she goes, to be honest with you, Kath, I'd rather just have the equivalent in cash. <laughs> 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 she she invites him over for dinner one night and she does um it's it's disgusting what she gives him she gives him prawns in milk no so oh. she goes it's prawns in a milky basket no <laughs> <laughs> and kath goes jill i can't eat that i'm i'm vegetarian and jill just responds what she is bristolian by the way and jill responds with oh it's all right kath i've cut their faces off <laughs> but it, <laughs> But they did two series of it. Um, the family, um, actually, I won't spoil it. But mm. series one was just absolute gold. Series two was okay, mm. but if you want to watch something that will get you howling, laughing, series one of ninety nine. That's the one. To absolutely do it. brilliant. I don't think I'm gonna get prawns in a milky basket out of me. <laughs> That's gonna stay with me to the day I die. Dinner party expert. Just got prawns in their milky basket. It. I think it's the softness of the way you say it as well. Sorry, just... I just cut their faces off. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, yes, very good. I have, I, had, uh, I have to say, I haven't seen. No, I don't think I'd heard of it either. So that's. I think, I think it's all up on iPlayer. Okay. okay One okay. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay then. Now I stopped watching this show years ago because i felt like it was uh it's not nice tonight, so move on to the next thing i stopped watching it because i think it was genuinely it was just using people that weren't vetted for how well they were in their heads and they were laughing at people that weren't um maybe destined to be in the public eye because they weren't maybe emotionally ready for it unlike something like the voice where it's like you're looking for the best of the best this was like we will make tv out of people um for entertainment which was not always the most empathetic however there was some gold that we can't deny about drag race well absolutely <laughs> i'm talking about loud and proud uh no i'm talking, I'm talking about that's why x you're factor, here x factor <laughs> and <laughs> britain's got talent but x factor though my goodness me it i'm i'm kind of glad it's not around because i feel like x factor as it gone on it was just yeah. like, oh for god's sake it's on again but i'm talking back 
10 years to actually more than 10 years ago maybe 13 14 years when, ago when sharon osborne was on the panel when, Sha- when it was like peter warhouse when or... sharon was on it when have, cheryl just joined uh, hang on sorry have we have we seen sharon osborne's new face oh she bought a new one she bought a new one google that oh i'm gonna have to look at it because <laughs> it's like the bayou tapestry i was, I was like whoa <laughs> Oh, Sharon. Sharon. We're, going to look at, we're going to do a lot of pictures into the comment section just for the reference point for people. But well, people Osborne, have phones. They have the last, Google. They can the, Google themselves. The last thing that she was recorded is, that I've seen her recorded as saying is telling the telling uh, Black Lives Matter that she wants her money back, but <gasps> then not being able to work out because she can't. She doesn't know where she sent it because I think she seems to think that Black Lives Matter is a company or something. <laughs> and it's not. It's just a movement. Oh, she has got a new face. She looks like Richard Gere. (laughs) 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 With the utmost respect, because Richard Gere was a very, very, very handsome man. Um, Anywho. Anyway, back to uh, it. Back to it. Sorry, we we digress. Sort of pre... When Sharon was on it, and then she left, and then Cheryl came along, and and of course, Denny Minogue, she was there. Um, those auditions, those one-time auditions that didn't get through, mm-hmm. uh, just, uh, just. But because obviously there were some terrible ones that got through. Obviously we know yes. like Wagner, but obviously he was just a standalone. I mean, what a yeah. person. Yeah. But then I re- one of the the visceral ones that stays in my mind is where Cheryl was on the panel, and a person that she'd auditioned in Pop Stars with or whatever it was that she got. He was in the rival boy band. He was in the rival boy band and he obviously, they didn't make it and so he came into audition and he wasn't bad at all. He was actually a really good audition yeah. in my view but she started crying and she said, like, I can't do it and she had to walk out. Yeah. And it was just drama for drama's sake. I reckon if he, if she didn't know him, I reckon he probably would have got through and then what we would have forgotten about but it's just all the drama in it. And then obviously there's the one where when Sharon Osbourne was, I think it was a British one where um, Sharon Osbourne started laughing and she almost wet herself on the floor because she heard the lyrics to Busted's uh, Hostess. by Busted. There's also like I work in a chicken factory. Oh, now you're talking. Series one. <laughs> now you're talking. Factory. Yeah. The chicken. The guy that works in a chicken factory and he's saying um, a tragedy by the Bee Gees. No. <laughs> Oh, you are a correspondent. This is this is how my mind works. Ask me what I did last week, or ask me what I have done last week, and got a clue. But then these things just—they just come out of nowhere. Wow. But I love them. Yeah. But a couple of just uh, a couple of my favourite ones. Again, I'm probably going to refresh everyone's brains or have that spark moment. I want to talk about Dawn the Jockey. Okay. This is is, yeah, black cap. She came she in with the a black... leather, the leather, or yeah. The, the leather oh, stop skirt. it! With is... her long, long yeah. hair down to her waist. What did you do? Memory on that. <laughs> she sang. I can't remember what song it was by Madonna, but she did try to sing Madonna. But you'll know who she is because she forgot the words and she had to get a little note, a little yeah. notepad oh, out. Oh, she did. But she just gave Louis and Sharon one of the best auditions because they just couldn't stop laughing at her. And another not, not stop laughing, couldn't stop laughing. Was, the, was it the Spanish lady? The Spanish lady <laughs> that was trying to sing Fields of Gold. <laughs> Do you remember you that remember one? Me. <laughs> it, was, it was very, you very sweet. She was, very, she was a very sweet human being, <laughs> but they were just a bit of a mess. It was Fields of Gold in the thickest Spanish accent. And it was a joy. It was, it was an absolute funny. joy. And then I think when we talk about that memories unlocked, because I think when I, whenever I'm choosing music at a party, I love to go for songs that people have forgotten about, and then like, oh my god, I forgot about Sweet Like Chocolate, 
and those kind of songs. We are the cheeky girls. I mean, we, I mean also their seminal second hit, Take Your Shoesies Off. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't have all of their discography behind my head, but you know it's there. But uh, it's things like Fort Boyard. <gasps> I, I just forget oh, that Fort Boyard happened. Fort Boyard. Melinda Messenger yep. and Leslie... Shut Leslie Great. Leslie Graham. Yeah. He then also had a fall from Dirty fame. Den. Dirty Den. Well, he's Dirty Den. And then he was also in the News of the World, that's a few years ago, when his, his webcam videos were released of him flirting with people on webcam. And one of the pictures of him sucking his finger is a very upsetting image, which is also burned into my corneas. Yeah, I won't be Googling that one. Well. Do no, not please Google don't. it. Uh, but I just forget that shows like that exist. It was such a ridiculous show with tigers for no reason that no one asked. Oh yeah, yeah. no, they didn't do anything. They just walked yeah. around. But they, were, they, but you know, they were going to let them out. If, oh yeah, yeah, if you, you were, were still in there. Savage to death by were. tigers. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it, maybe it was also like that. They're going to be let out. What I loved no, about it was, no. like, it was it was like their version of like a, a staff Christmas do because it was always like work teams. It was never really families or friends. <laughs> yes. Like, it was like with Crystal Maze. It's kind of like, uh, and we've now got an IT consultant company from Swindon, and it's just. It's like, Hello there, I'm Graham, I'm 54, and I like mud slinging, oh, whatever it is. But those kind of shows, like those, I don't know what it was, but those kind of game shows and like those seminal moments, because obviously we had the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire scandal, yeah. which was <coughs> the coughing scandal, well done. That was, that was I mean, that was great. Was good timing. But then also just like the terrible answers where people have just been absolute sausage, because RuPaul did Weakest Link. Do you remember? She did, she did the weakest thing. She did the weakest and the question was about, and I think the answer was Edwina Curry, and she just said Shaka Khan. <laughs> and whenever she didn't know the answer, she just said Shaka Khan. It's got Sim- very far in life, though. Yeah, and Shaka Khan appeared on the show off her face. A similar quiz show, Mastermind hasn't had that oh. many moments, but there's one moment, I can't remember the woman's name. Oh, Sharon. Yeah, the answer, she said that essentially, who is Greta Thunberg? Yeah. And she just kind of shakes her head. You can see the panic in her eyes, and she just goes, Sharon. <laughs> and what I love is that Greta Thunberg changed her Twitter name to Sharon. Did she? She did, yeah. yeah. She changed it to Sharon because like, Greta's really all up on the socials and for that week she changed it to Sharon. That's it was amazing. incredible. You're on a meme. Mm. Got to do it. Well, I, I've got I think Greta Thunberg, she's just, she did an interview recently with Russell Howard and she was so, she was giggling she all the way laughing. through. She was, It was such a lovely interview to watch and it was just a very, very sweet interview. Um, yeah. Right, let's um, calm this down a little bit. Yeah, We're going so... for our, our somber section. Yes, <laughs> yes, thank you. Bring the mood down. I'll stop this. All this laughter is ridiculous. What do you think? It's Christmas or something? No. Um, it's not too bad actually. But we're going to start. I think it's your choice, Samantha. Did you go for Unwritten, Sasha Bedingfield? I did indeed. Oh, Cracking tune. Not sure about her brother Daniel, but um, let's go for it. Pens in my hand Ending unplanned 
Just like a star across my sky, just like an angel off the page, you have appeared to my life. Feel like I'll never be the same. Just like a song in my heart, just like oil on my hands. Only to love you. Still I want. This look I can't describe. You make me feel I'm alive when everything else is so fake. Without a doubt, you're on my side. Heaven has been way too long. 
from tonight I know that you're the only one I've been confused and in the dark now I understand yeah, Just like a star across my sky Just like an angel off the page You have appeared to my life Feel like I'll never be the same Just like a song in my heart Just like oil on my hands No, I never gonna lie I belonged here This world wasn't quite ready for me Whoever's out there in the stratosphere Got a question for the cosmic engineer Is it all you believed it would be?
Okay, so what we had there was uh, Natasha, Bedford, Natasha Bedenfield, unwritten, and Samantha, that was your choice. It Remind was. us how um, you that jogged your memory, because it came into your mind, didn't it, the other day? It did. I was in my local supermarket, um, I won't say which one, but <laughs> I was looking at shampoo. Don't worry about product placement. Oh, yeah, I, was in te- I was in Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was in Tesco looking at shampoo or just going down the shampoo aisle and looked at some bottles of Pantene and remembered, oh yeah, that advert was, that that was a song for the Pantene advert many moons ago. There we go. Then we had Corrine Bailey Ray with Like A Star um, and then Ashley finished there on your choice, which was Leanne Rhymes spaceship. Rimes wearing a brown fur... A blanket from Home Bargains, just <laughs> in the middle of a field in Midwest America. It's like the desert. I don't, it's the I don't, desert, I don't, and it, it's Home Bargains is probably miles away. It probably is, but um, and yeah, it's it's her singing about just kind of like wanting, just giving up and wanting to leave and like be abducted and all this kind of jazz. And and it's a lovely video, lovely sentiment, and it's so bleak and it just makes me happy. So let's crack on with. We were talking about X Factor before yes. the song broke. Let's crack on with some of those more famous X Factor auditions. Yes. So first of all. Um, please tell me about Cardiff Rachel Lester. Oh, evil Rachel Lester. <laughs> so she comes into this audition. You know they put music over people's like where yeah, they're from. Was hers. Hers Black was, Sabbath. No, it's Firestarter probably. <laughs> <laughs> and she's giving like all the dirty looks to all the contestants. She's giving it the big I am. And in the audition, they say, "Who do you like? Who are you better? Like who you?" Yeah want to be and everything and she goes well i can do gwen stefani i can do kylie i can do danny right in front of her um (laughs) and she goes i'm better than madonna and sharon osborne's there just like you're better than madonna she's just well yeah oh my god better than madonna um she's she's still around i think just about living a life round 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 cardiff go around the towns and everything (laughs) Like she's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I am Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rachel, and I'm greater than Emma Gubba Humberdink. Um, uh, so then there's also, is it Anton Seb? Anton Seb, of yes. Mysterious Girls fame. Yes. Oh so... my, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just got an image in my head to remember it. So these were the two guys that made Cheryl absolutely lose it in were her they first really, year. Really, really quiet. So, oh. <laughs> Yeah, there's one there's one guy that's proper going for it, you yeah. know, the mysterious girl, like all of that. And that's his it. mate, who's just come along, who's probably hung over, just does the, the ad-libs in Mysterious Girl. The... Hear me now. <laughs> <laughs> but with a faux accent. But it's just every little bit, like the, the girl said, um, I think the word is to explore. So he'll sing to explore and the guy will just like... <laughs> say it and it just just with no effort and sh- well Cheryl starts absolutely having kittens it's the worst, at this point it's the worst hype man I've ever seen in my life uh, and then uh, finally we also I just want to touch on the lady with the blue techno sort of dreads and she tried to sing eight different styles of song in one song and just ended up screaming in Cheryl's face yeah this was Ariel she's I not a, she, how do you know the names <laughs> she's not a, she's not a number she's a human being yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I remember this one. Oh, it's it's. Oh, well, I don't think it is blue. Maybe it's black, it's black and blonde. Yeah, and the hair, but it's like the it's definitely but dreads. Just, yeah, but she's just screaming. <laughs> she comes in and she's 
Oh no, that was it. She's a, she's a holistic vocal coach, okay. which is I mean a vocal coach who works holistically. <laughs> Her words, not mine. No, not. But she doesn't really sing a song. She just does kind of these little segments of different styles of music, uh-huh. and eventually she throws a bit of scream in there. She does a bit of jazz, and she ends on opera, mm-hmm. and they're all just amazed at. Well, not in a good way. No. Uh, like, what on earth was that? The she audacity. Goes, <laughs> it was. How just... dare she? Yeah. Did it she was... go through to judges' houses? Not. <laughs> no. So, no. judges' houses uh, is probably something that I really miss from you know the yeah. only bit. I re- well, the auditions are great. But well, some of them there's... go to Los Angeles. Some yeah. of them go to Madrid. And some, some of them, them go, go to Dublin. To... Dublin. <laughs> 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 Off to Canvey Island, Louis Caravan of Canvey. But um, I, I, I'm hoping this is going to work because this is technology at its best. Um, but um, I think I found my favourite uh, X Factor judges moment. Okay. Uh, so do you want to listen? Yes, please. Fear with you, Rylan, is that it's not going to be dance week every week. And there's a lot of talent in this competition, you know. It's a massive, massive risk for me. I know, I know, I know. It's fine. Honestly. It is, and I've, I've had to make my decision. I'm so sorry. Rylan, it's such a big risk that I have to take it. And you're in my It goes on forever. Ryan Clark moment of him just on the Nicole's shirt again looks gobsmacked. She just doesn't know what to do. But he looks obviously this obviously like jettisoned him into presenting. He's a fantastic uh-huh. presenter. But it was the also during that uh, the live shows at one point I think Gary Barlow absolutely fantastic Gary Barlow. <laughs> he says to him, "Oh, you remind me a bit of me." And I think Martin says, you can ask get on the treadmills a bit then, mate. <laughs> well, so, it was devastating. So I was I was listening to, uh, um, I think it must have been the podcast. I think it was Nick Grimshaw and mm. Angela Hartnett's podcast, um, Dish, I think it's called. Right. Um, obviously, Ship to Bombs first, mm-hmm. but there are other podcasts around. Um, and Rylan was being interviewed and they spoke about that moment. And he said, I, I've never heard him talk about it before, but he no. said, um, what happened is him and... Car- the late Caroline Flack had been out the night before oh. and um, they'd been up drinking all night and the producers knocked on their door and said um, you know it's the judges house moments in like two hours oh, um, and they were goodness. absolutely oh well, my you god that's outstanding so, I love so, that so obviously they you know packed it in he'd got about like half an hour sleep put himself they knocked on his door 20 minutes before the the moment and he literally just made himself I think, up and yeah went there. i get it now and as he was walking there he saw caroline flack she was looking just as wasted as he was yeah. and um she he said to her caroline just give me like a sign is it is it you know is it the right thing and she said she just went oh she shook her head I just I just shook my head on radio. <laughs> uh, yeah. How good I have a radio. Thank you, that was great she, media. You were you were just a so she shook, yeah. so she shook her head like you know you haven't made it oh, through. Gosh. So when he when she said Cole said I'm sorry you know she was, he was like yeah I'm, it's fine I know I know I know and uh, he got through. So it's, I think it was and he said his hangover kicked in that very moment. He said I couldn't feel 
anything. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I think that if, was the, yeah, if Nicole Scherzinger, moment. my worst hangover is if Nicole Scherzinger told me that I'd won something, I'd got through to something, I think I'd scream in front of the floor as well. <laughs> I think my worst hangover is where you actually feel like you've left your liver at the bar. He said he was crying into um, Nicole Scherzinger's private parts for about 20 minutes. That's not ideal. <laughs> However, so, yeah. I mean, that still should be the autobiography name, really. Imagine that. Sounds like a Lana Del Rey album. <laughs> <laughs> but that has to be one of my favourite moments of TV yeah. ever. Um, uh, do we have time for me to just very quickly touch on the traitors? Let's um, let's play a track. Yes. Let's play two tracks. And two then let's tracks. come back and talk about here and now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, we're going to start um, with actually Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder's new album out yes. uh, uh, last Number week. one, isn't it? It is. Number one, yeah. yeah. And this is Living Without You. Yo. 
Nails shine like Christmas. Heels on six inches. Waist inch, smooth glad fit. You can't have this, you can't hit this. I got a new man in my business. And he all about his business. And his name ain't none of your business. Oh, oh, oh. up girl on that poster. Say it so like I'm Doja. Icy, wifey, body shape, Coca-Cola. I got a new man in my business. And he all about his business. And his name ain't none of your business. Oh, oh, oh. Gleaming, blonde hair, I bleached it. You could call me Khaleesi. I stay up on my queen shit. Up here, the haters look teeny tiny. That was Mabel. We'll let them know. And Samantha, that was your other requested track. Yes, it was. We like to get our guests' tracks in. Mm. Thank you. Like Thank you. Yeah, it's good. So now they were good tracks. We've had some guests. Some mm. a bit dodgy. <laughs> but, um, you've done all right there. So, um, yes, Mabel, we've let them know. And before that um, was uh, off the new Sam Ryder, our Eurovision Heroes album. And that was called Living Without You with um, Sagala and David Guetta. With that. So we're coming to the end of the show. I can't believe it's gone so quick. Two hours just disappeared. Yeah. Um, but Ashley wanted to talk about his current favourite TV show. I'm absolutely obsessed. Samantha, I think you're going to love it. Uh, it's also got some seminal moments in it that I think Ooh. are going to now become part of it. Nice. Um, it is a show. And also, like there's TV shows out there called like, Where is the Mole? Or I think a few years ago, there's Channel 5 had a show called The Mole, where yep. somebody's actually trying to ruin all the games. Um, but on like that cast, who are like Abercrombie and Fitch cast, uh, cast <laughs> models, this cast is really diverse and it's lovely. But it's about age, disability, and uh, gender and ethnicity. It's lovely and diverse. But it is twenty two people that are trying to win one hundred and twenty grand. Uh, Claudia Winkleman hosts it. She mm-hmm. looks great. Her hair is flossy and manageable. And then you've got it inset in a beautiful rural uh, Scottish castle. Mm-hmm. And all 22 people there are all just trying to win this 120 grand by doing tasks every day to add to the prize pot. But whilst they're all there, three of them get decided as being traitors. Oh, so it changes each episode who so the traitors are. No, so the are. traitors stay the traitors the entire, episode, entire series. Okay. But they're not trying to sabotage the games. They're still trying to work, win the money. What they're actually doing is every night, all three of them decide 
who they'll kill off. And so that night, one of the contestants gets kicked out. But every episode as well, all contestants can sit around a table and try and vote for who they think might be a traitor. Oh. And it, it's dramatic. The cinematography is incredible. The music is modern songs that they've distorted into like minor key, um, like gothic music. And the tension builds. And then also they'll get given a challenge where the traitors have to do the murder in plain sight where they have to do like a visual cue of who they're going to kill and there's been nine episodes so far it, there's three more episodes this week and then it's done and it has been exceptional and also my friend Amos is in it who's a doctor at Southern Hospital for a bit I think I'm going to have to watch this it's outstanding I, I, I think it takes a couple of episodes to get into because I was a bit like oh another reality TV show oh, no. you know, but like, and it's, it seems a bit like you know uh, weak murder yes yeah, so <laughs> it, it, it is basically on the premise of mafia and weak murder but it is Intre- yeah. psychology interestingly i was watching an interview with claudia winkman about it on this morning yeah, did you see it yeah i did and did you see what she said she said that she was saying oh you know i don't think it's for me um you know mm. when they offered it to her originally and, yeah. they, and the producer said watch one episode mm. just watch this episode um and uh it was i think it was a dutch yeah the dutch a, did it originally d- the dutch version and she said she was 10 minutes in the the episode and she's like she rang the producer back and said yeah I love it yeah. I think wow. she didn't want to go away for so long kids no, and for stuff kids, but she, she plays knew it a, was going to be something that was going to work she plays a serious role in it so she's not like the usual Claudia she actually plays a really serious like oh, gothic come almost role yeah. and then um, a little bit of comedy all, a little bit of comedy thrown in sometimes obviously because she can't hide everything but then also it's about having um, charisma it's about being able to influence people and also she's purposely chosen she, cho- she chose the right traitors yeah. it's her and the producers chose the traitors yeah. And also ah. some people just appear to be traitors just by ha- how they are in the game. And so everyone's reading things that you wouldn't have thought they'd be reading. Maddie. Mad- oh, oh, you wait till you get to Maddie. Oh, I am getting right. She, she comes out with the line, I know what I'm doing, I was an actress. Yeah. Uh, I played a homeless woman on Hobby City. And that is... <laughs> Halfway, halfway through it. Halfway through. And they don't trust her. And two two contestants are secretly a couple and are playing (gasps) together. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Um, Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it next year. Yes. (laughs) We'll be able to to debrief on it completely. Samantha, thank you so much for coming in. It's been a pleasure to meet you. And um, it's jogged very, loads of memories that I'm going to have to now. I'll probably sit up all night watching those. Things yeah. back because you'll be rabbit holing all, all week. Exactly. I'm watching exactly. Girls Aloud, so you can all do whatever you want to do. Yes. <laughs> Ashley Edwards. Thank you very much. As always. Thanks. Stephen, thank you for holding in, holding in, stepping yeah. in for Mark. Um, Your fingertips are holding on to the Fantasnail <laughs> Foundation, so thank you. Exactly. exactly <laughs> um, and um, yes, that's the last show of 2020. We'll be back in 2023. Um, happy festive period. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, have a good time remember if you need to talk to someone there's numbers out there christmas is a tough time for everyone um but um you can um there are, are helplines and stuff to talk to um sometimes it's difficult to spend it with family especially if you're a member of the lgbtq plus community but you know do reach out to people and to play us out this is um a version of free um do what you want um uh, with ultranate pete tong and the jules buckley orchestra Me, you think if one.
one of your tribe Maybe you could find a better friend than any other If we gave more than we took, life could be so good Come on and try, now's the time Cause you're free Anyone read?